so um, I wouldn't mind just diving straight into that Fez 2 thing. Oh, yeah, that was fun. I didn't, I admittedly skimmed the article because I have this issue with the persistent negativity that goes on. Yeah. Especially on Twitter. I'm sure it's bad on Facebook, too, but I'm just on Twitter way more, so I see it there more than anything. So, you're familiar with Phil Fish. Roughly. I know he said something really racist a while ago. Yeah, he said Japanese games were terrible. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he made Fez. He was in this movie, Indie Game the Movie, and he just looked like just the biggest bitch. Like, he was crying all the time. He was all, like, upset when things... Like, he would just go nuts. Like, he was, like, he under so much pressure or something, but he just came off. Man. In fact, in that whole movie, all those indie game guys, I wanted to punch in the neck. I mean, <laughs> the only guy that I thought was cool was uh, one half of the Super Meat Boy guys. The, mm-hmm. the one that has, like, the wife and stuff, he seen one. And an easy going. Like the like pudgier yeah. guy. Ed Edmund. Yeah. The other guy actually we we did a podcast with him. Really? Yeah, like whenever right before it's either right before or right after Super Meat Boy came out. Awesome. Yeah. And they were they were talking they were actually shooting Indie Game the movie oh. at the time. <laughs> so the one real skinny guy is probably like, Oh no one's gonna like it and no, I'm such a worthless person. I guess I need to go to nursing school or like just, I just wanted to hit him. I was like, dude. Yeah, even on the podcast at the time, he was he was pretty jaded with the whole industry. It seemed. Yeah. Well, the other guys like, yeah, we're gonna you know do it and it's gonna be fun. People like our game. This is awesome. You know, he just was like cool. And then the braid guy. Oh my god. He was so mad that people liked his game because he felt that they liked it for the wrong reasons. Oh, my God. I'm like, dude. Be happy they liked it. If if I made a game and people liked it, that's all that's... Unless, of course, they, like, somehow dug out some message in the game, and that's why they liked it, and the message was, like, something terrible. (laughs) Then I might disagree but if it's just like the mechanics of the game or like stuff like that then just let them let them have it you know yeah who cares why they like it so back to phil fish apparently this i haven't watched the video this guy made a video and they say that he's like a a toss pot or something um he actually said oh yeah he was i have the article up now okay yeah you can quote that stuff don't get fucking snicky about it. Me, I think you're both a pair of toss pots. Yeah. And so he got mad and uh, he tweeted the uh, the guy who made the video and was telling him all this stuff. And he's like, compare yourself to me and then kill yourself. And like, <laughs> I'm like, what? And so people were like, dude, Phil, uh, you probably shouldn't tell someone to kill themselves. It's just not cool. And so he starts reacting. He just melts down saying that everyone's attacking him now because of this video. And and he doesn't get any respect. And everyone just sends hate tweets to him all the time. And 
And all we were saying was like, dude, calm down. And so then, after a while of that, he's just like, Fez 2, cancelled. Well, from what I see on this Kotaku article, they're both assholes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're both baby assholes. I mean, this guy, he, he... does videos under the name Annoyed Gamer. So yeah. you're already going into it, you know he's going to just have nothing good to say. Yeah. You know, maybe it's because I'm from Indiana, where everyone's nicer than everywhere else in the world. But, you know, I was often told if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, well, that was long. that was long before social media was so popular. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> It's just weird how, like, maybe it's just because I follow a lot of gamers, but they all seem so entitled to just express their shitty, rude opinion about everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many of those people, and it is terrible. Like, the last few days, I've hardly even been on Twitter, because I'm like, well, what what (laughs) awful thing am I going to have to read about now? Yeah. Yeah. Can't anyone have something nice to say just once? No, it's pretty much a a monkey's throwing poo at each other situation. <laughs> exactly. I mean, these uh, people get so... Uh, it does make me frustrated sometimes. I just, I just want to go away, but it's... Sometimes there's really good stuff out of it, though. Yeah, I just... I do know that I need to. I want to reevaluate who I'm following on Twitter. Like, I there's not a, there's not a whole lot of like quote unquote official people in the games industry. I think I'm really interested in following anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because there's a few exceptions, but most of them are just a bunch of jerks. Yeah, <laughs> sad but true. Well, I had recently joined the uh, retro gaming community. Mm-hmm. And those people all seem like pretty level-headed people. Like, the only arguments I've seen are like, oh, who's faster, Sonic or Knuckles, and stuff like that. And <laughs> like, it's just like silly stuff. It's not like, you know, why are her boobs so big? Or, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Well, and then I think also, like, certain games have better communities than others. Like, Monster Hunter, this morning I was fighting a really difficult monster I've never fought before, and I just told them before we left, I was like, sorry if I faint a bunch. I've never done this before, and I'm really nervous. And they're like, eh, no worries. Cool. Yeah, the Monster Hunter people have been pretty good so far. Sometimes you run into jerks in there, but they're pretty rare, and they're usually French. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pro tip, guys. <laughs> Don't hunt with French people. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll just run away anyways. <laughs> but really, the last r- really rude person I saw on Monster Hunter was French, and I couldn't tell what they were saying to one of the other people in the party, but one word was very clear, and that word was noob. Noob. Le- yeah. <laughs> le noob. Le noob. <laughs> Sacre bleu, le noob. Yeah. Something along those lines. <laughs> I remember the Final Fantasy XI community was really good. Yeah. Um, People on Meverse seem to be pretty good, but I think it's pretty heavily moderated. Yeah. Although there was a... 
a picture I drew that I'm still surprised wasn't moderated. Well, did it have <laughs> penis in it? No, no. It was, um, you know, in Mario, when it asks, what did you think of this level? Oh, yeah. And so I drew a uh, one of Koopa's airships flying into a building. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you know, this might be just on the border. <laughs> and so the next day it was still up. And I'm like, I cannot believe this is up. <laughs> and it had like 10 yeahs on it. <laughs> Usually when it asks me to to write what I think about this level, I just say, go fuck yourself. And then I exit and do the level over. Yeah. One time I drew a guy that hit a gun up to his head and they moderated that one. <laughs> Oh, I think I got to see that before it got moderated, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder how many people still try to get by. Like, I wonder... Like, Nintendo's there, they're like, Oh, Steve, come look at this one. This is a pretty nice try, eh? Yeah, if you didn't look at that chair a certain way, you wouldn't have seen those 60 vaginas. <laughs> But well, here, but, don't they have software that detects even? Didn't they say they have software that detects penis drawings? Yeah, it's software, but I I like to think of it more of like a bunch, like like six guys, like guys on Dick Squad, like yeah, <laughs> and like these these guys are like handpicked from from like these like ranches that Nintendo has, where they have just specialized people like grown to do different things. Like Reggie, Reggie doesn't look like a normal person. He, <laughs> He looks like someone made him for what he is, and it's it's gray, but he does he looks manufactured. He definitely looks like some sort of like golem or yeah. something, <laughs> like a big lovable golem. <laughs> Not like golem from Lord of the Rings. No, no, but like, I, no, like an earth elemental. Like a, yes, like a stone golem. Yes. <laughs> that is funny. Thing, Reggie is a golem. <laughs> we need to spread the word. Put it on me verse now. He has an awesome house on Animal Crossing. He does. He and must... I saw. Did you get the new Spot Pass house? Oh, I don't know. I haven't checked. Well, I've seen people on Twitter like, "Oh, that puts Reggie's house to shame." I'm like, "Really? Yeah. If you like ugly pink <laughs> princess stuff that you can't even buy." Oh. Ugh. Like. Why am I interested in these houses if I can't buy the stuff that I love inside of it? Yeah, that's true. Well, I recently turned my uh, first floor into an arcade. Oh yeah. It's got like uh, it's got two of uh, the fighting game machines, a pinball table, a foosball table, uh, four computers, uh, one of those toy claw grab machines. It sounds like we have similar rooms in our house. <laughs> yeah. It's the capsule toy, of course, you gotta have those. Yeah. Did I say the tabletop game? No, you said you had a foosball table. Yeah, a foosball table and the tabletop game, which is really awesome. Our our Pizza Hut used to have one. It was, uh, was it a Pac-Man? No, it was 1943. <laughs> that game was awesome. I have a very similar room. I have like a GameCube and a flat screen TV and a claw yeah, yeah. grab. A pinball, the tabletop game. I have that that arcade fighting game. Yeah. Um, some other things. Oh, I have a, a soda fountain machine. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I have, I have the just the, it's like a cooler full of sodas. 
I recently opened an exhibit in the museum and started putting all my Nintendo paraphernalia in it. Yeah, I've started doing that too. So I was running out of room. It was all in my arcade room, and I was running out of room to actually walk. <laughs> Man, when I walked up there for the to check out the expansion, I'm like, I sure hope there's a locker. <laughs> but there was. That's, that's yeah. Nice touch. <laughs> Let's see if we can talk about Animal Crossing in every podcast. <laughs> it can be possible of, for the rest of our lives. <laughs> see. We'll try to make it so it's starting to get really hard to do right up until the new Smash Brothers comes out. And then when the new Smash Brothers comes out, then we've got like at least six more months because of Villager. You know? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait for that game. <laughs> Just... I, I might give it a shot. I'm a little nervous because I've never been good at Smash Brothers before, but we've talked about that. Yeah. David is not a very good sensei when no, it comes to Smash Brothers. Because he's brutal. He's like the freaking Cobra Kai guy. And he's like, here's what I'm going to teach you. I'm going to kick your ass for two hours, yeah. and then we'll see what you learn. Yeah, what'd you learn, Aaron? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I learned to hate Smash Brothers. <laughs> so speaking of games, are you playing anything new since the last podcast? Um, a few things. Um, I am playing Odin Sphere. I just bought um, on the PSN network because uh, it was five bucks. So I was like, "What the hell?" Uh, Alan, did you ever hear Odin Sphere? Mm-mm. Uh, it was a PlayStation Two game made by VanillaWare, and um, it's kind of like a like a beautiful like side-scrolling RPG thing. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. It's like based on Norse mythology and stuff. Is Thor in it? I haven't seen Thor, but uh, Odin's in it, and you're a Valkyrie. Mm. Um, and there's this big giant guy who looks like Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> like, if Dr. Robotnik was really buff, but still kind of had that big egg shape, and but he still had the, the red mustache beard thing. If Thor was in it, he probably wouldn't look like Chris Hemsworth, would he? Might. Probably not. <laughs> he, Fail. He probably looks like a, like an anime boy. Like <laughs> an anime twink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Thor. Zap. Zap, zap. <laughs> I guess also we have to talk about uh, superheroes and stuff. Each Again. Other. Um. Well, I've been playing some new games. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've been playing Pikmin 3. Wait, you have been? Yeah. How? Nintendo gave it to me to play and review. Awesome. <laughs> I like how and, now you're getting Nintendo. like. Right. Now that I don't really have a stable writing home, they want to get me all their games. Yeah, they're like, here... We just want you to play them. I think I just finally found the the right person to get get a hold of. But yeah, so I've been playing Pikmin 3, and it's awesome. Is awesome. It? 50. Oh, I want it so bad. <laughs> I'm watching Joey play it right now. But basically, it's 
if you play the first two, when you start out, it's going to be exactly what you know. Okay. Except there's, like, some cool new features with the gamepad. Like, um, you get a full map of the zone you're working in. And um, you can do things like if you want to go to a certain place and you don't really you don't really feel like navigating somewhere, there's a uh, go here function. So you can just, like, kind of tap where you want to go, and the little guy in the Peakman will go there. Um, and then there's also some new things where there's actually three little people that you that are in the game oh, and yeah. eventually you'll team up with them. And like, for example, the last uh, day I just did, we were, we got split up and like one person was on one side of a river and I was on the other side and we had to build bridges from both sides of the river to meet in the middle. And so you have to switch back and forth between each person and, um, you know, work on, work on two tasks at the same time, basically. Yeah. So that's where the go here thing really comes in handy. Like, if you want to send one ta- one squad over to go collect some pieces for the bridge, and then you can switch back while they're walking and work with the other squad for a minute. So it's gotten a lot more complicated, but it's still it's still easy to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds so I did, much fun. I did have to restart the last day because I ran out of time. Oh. <laughs> but there's not really a whole lot of no not a whole lot of penalties. The reason these people ended up on the planet is because their their home planet's out of food, oh, and so good. yeah. So the whole time you're trying, you need to also find food because you don't have any with you. So as long as you have a whole at least one bottle of fruit juice at the end of the day, then you get to go on to the next day. Oh. So basically, first thing I do is try to grab a big piece of fruit so they can take it back to the ship and make juice, and then I go about my day. So that way you have like a little buffer, and if you if you can't complete something, then you just try again the next day. On a scale of one to ten, how whimsical would you say it is? <laughs> um, twelve. Twelve. <laughs> You're well, here first. There's a really cool new feature. You can use the gamepad like a camera, so it's more than just a screenshot. Like oh my you God. can flick on the camera mode, and you can like zoom in and focus on certain Peakmen, and you can take cute pictures of them and post them on Miiverse. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. And the, the Miiverse integration is in the game, so Ooh. you don't have to, like... Yeah, you don't have to exit and... <laughs> we are, Nintendo is living in the future. <laughs> I mean, for... I, I love Nintendo, and I always have, but I will say for the first time in a long time, they're doing something other people aren't. Yeah. As far as, like, the Miiverse integration. Yeah, and I know, awesome. like. Sony's got some things coming up with the PS4 where, you know, they're going to post to, like, Twitter and Facebook, but yeah. it, what's nice about Miiverse is it's specifically for games. Yep. So you don't have, you know, you don't have to worry about sorting through people's, you know, Peekman screenshots while you're trying to read catch news updates. Yeah. Of course, you do have to worry about Animal Crossing screenshots. So, yeah. Peakman 3, awesome. Um, I haven't really scored it yet or started my review, but I should have that up by the time the game comes out. Awesome. And then I've also been playing Mario and Luigi Dream Team. You got that too? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. So, um, there is an embargo on that review. I don't think I could... I think that just means I can't give it a score. Yeah. But, um... Initially, when you start out, it's if you played any other Mario and Luigi game for like the first hour, you're gonna be like, okay, what's new? What? How is this any different? 
than what I've done before. Yeah. Um, but what's nice is that like the first the first mission or level is like a, it's a tutorial, but if you are familiar enough with how the game works, the little toad guy will ask you like, do you want me to show you how attacks work? And you can say no. <laughs> yeah. And, and just continue on. Or you, if you need a refresher, you can say yes, and then he'll show you how to do t- attacks properly. Well, that's good. Yeah, so it's pretty cute. I'm, I mean, the whole premise is pretty well known. It's uh, Luigi that he gets some magically everyone can enter his dreams and you know shenanigans ensue. But uh, I have just done the first quest in the dream world, so just sort of scratched the surface on that one so far. Awesome. Yeah. Um. I've also been playing this game called Awesome Knots. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it's a um, it's weird. Uh, are you familiar with the MOBA uh, genre? No. Multiplayer online battle arena. I think that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like uh, League of Legends, uh, Heroes of New Earth, uh, Dota, Dota Two. Like I've heard of all those things, but I've never okay. actually investigated them past their titles. <laughs> Basically, they're kind of like... Um, uh, they're like top-down strategy games, typically, where you control, like, one hero, and, like, everyone else... Like, there's, like, either three-on-three three or, like, five-on-five five battles. And uh, so it's you, your team versus their team. And each person's controlling a hero... And in which you can level up and get equipment to make them stronger, uh, learn more abilities and stuff. And all of, there's these drones that um, are they called drones? They're like um, like NPC monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. But but you have yours for your team and theirs for their team, and they're trying to break down these towers. So it's kind of like tower defense, top down strategy. They're weird games. They're fun. Um, are they? Uh, is it turn based or is it real time? No, it's real time. Cool. And so, it's just um, the only bad thing is League of Legends has a pretty bad community. I, it looks like that there's a lot of microtransactions involved in that one too. Yeah. Well, not really. Um, like to play, it's it's totally free. Um, you get a stable of heroes every week that you can choose from, or uh, and as you as you play the game, you earn this uh, in-game currency. So, uh, say you wanted to buy one of the heroes you've been playing, and you think you're really good at with them, so you can buy uh, him with the in-game currency, or you could use real money. Oh, okay. So, if you're willing to spend your real money on it, you can. Just but, blast right through it. Well, well, no, you can just unlock things. There's um, paying doesn't increase your like levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's only cosmetic. Ultimately. Okay. There was a a mech game that David and I saw at C2E2 called Hawken that was pretty similar. Like you could unlock new skins with real money or you know things like that, but it would never give you an advantage over another player. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Awesome Knots is like that, except it is a, like side scrolly, uh, like 
almost like SNES or Sega Genesis style game. Like it's not as pixelated; it's more cartoony, but it's side scrolling. It's two D and it's it's awesome. I guess why it's called Awesome Knots. Like all the all the characters are wacky and have crazy abilities. I mean, there's this tank that shoots ghost cats out of the cannon, which is pretty cool. Um, there's a guy who flies around on a fish. He's pretty cool, you know. It, it's a great. It's just so fun. Three on three, and it's the same principle. You're trying to break down their towers and get to the base and blow it up. They're trying to do the same thing. So you're fighting each other to get territory back while leveling up to get stronger. But it's it's really fun. It, out of all the MOBAs I've played, I think this is my favorite. Are there um, any characters with really zany haircuts? Um, <laughs> trying to think. There's this, there's this one girl that she flies around on a like a hoverboard like from Back to the Future 2, and she's got really long hair. Does it and trail it, behind her as she's yeah, hovering? Yeah, it trails behind her. It kind of reminds me of Green Goblin for some reason every time. Like the, not the uh, William Defoe Green Goblin, but the one in the comic books. <laughs> with the purple. The purple goblin with green? No, green with purple. Uh, He like wore... It's like a... Oh, it's kind of like a purple, purple hat. <laughs> and like a really dumb purple smock. Yeah. And maybe like purple boots. And then like a orange like jumpsuit type thing. It sounds really ugly. I could just easily Google <laughs> Green I'm, Goblin. I'm Googling it right now. I was silently being mad at David for being on Skype right now. Oh, he is on Skype? Looks like his internet's fixed. Oh, wow, that's nice. David, you jerk. That's okay. We know he doesn't love us anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's he met a new, a new group of gamers to talk to. Who can draw cool pictures yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get... <laughs> Questions for their podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We tried that whole question thing. It didn't really work out for us. I suspect that they're friends of the people on it, but I could be wrong. Well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> At least their friends ask them questions. Yeah, we can't even get our friends to do that. Yeah. Assholes, we need new friends. I know, seriously. <laughs> so you said I know David's not here to discuss this with you, but you said that you're you may have had your opinion changed about if Thor could uh what were we talking about? Well no not Thor could destroy Superman. Yeah. Uh, it's not my I still think he could, but I think I came off as like a really big Thor supporter. When really, I just, I mean, I'm not like a huge Thor fan. I mean, I like the movie, I like him in the Avengers, but that's what it is, is I I like him as a support character. Yeah. Like with the. I'm just not a big Superman fan, so I wouldn't mind seeing him get demolished by anybody. Yeah, I I don't like Superman at all. (laughs) But but I didn't want to come off as like a super big Thor fanboy, because 
honestly, I think he's a better support character. Same with the Hulk. I I can't get behind Hulk as a just himself. He has to have some people with him. Yeah, that's true. Because for the most part, he just grunts and smashes stuff. I mean, yeah, when he's like Bruce Banner and stuff, I'm sure there's some riveting conversation, but... <laughs> but then it's just, you know what's going to happen. Hulk. <laughs> Hulk smash. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. So it's like, okay. <laughs> but so what was... Did your opinion shift, or... No, no, I, I just... My 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 main thing was I didn't want people to think that I was a big Thor fanboy because I'm not. Right. I'm the one who's the big Thor fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's for totally different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> really though, I don't really get into Marvel too much. Really? You should. I tried. I've tried. I guess I haven't tried any newer stuff. Um, I read. Uncanny X-Men. There was an arc that Joss Whedon wrote. Oh, yeah. And I read that, and I loved it. Oh, no. I loved it. He did Astonishing X-Men. Astonishing, yes. Yeah, I think I, I have the first ten of those. Yeah, I read the whole arc, and I loved it. And then I read the issue right after he left. Yeah. And I hated it. Oh. Well, how, it's it hard to like, follow him, you know? Yeah, it wasn't even like the same... It didn't even seem like the same people were in the book anymore. That's the one so, where they brought Colossus back, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I've I mostly read DC stuff, but um if you start if you if you want to delve into some Marvel Now stuff, uh Uncanny Avengers is really good. Okay. Um, the like the first story arc was just killer. Red Skull is a badass. Uh <laughs> that's all I'll say. Um <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is good. Um, and Nova. I think Nova is really good. Uh, the new Captain Marvel is pretty good, too. Oh, yeah, we talked about that on a previous one, didn't we? I think so, yeah. Um, all new X-Men, that's really good, too. Those are my suggestions. <laughs> One thing I've noticed is that Marvel, like, well, let me back up. DC seems to be like, oh, let's make this as realistic as possible. You know, let's try to fit this into some sort of confines of, you know, let's set some rules for this universe and try to jam everyone into it. And Marvel's like, fuck it. Yeah. Well, with the movies? <laughs> with, with everything. They're like, if we want, if we want a monster that is bigger than 25 planets and could destroy everything with his farts, then that's what we're going to do. And we'll figure a way or, to put it into the storyline. Or Fin Fang Foom. <laughs> what, what is that in reference to? He's a Marvel... Oh my god. He's a Marvel, <laughs> an old Marvel character they don't use anymore, but... Um, I'll send you a picture now. <laughs> I'm laughing just in anticipation. He's so derpy in this picture. <laughs> he's a hero? He's not a bad guy? No, I think he's a bad guy. Oh. <laughs> okay. oh my god, the name of the, the picture file name is Pants9. Pants9. <laughs> <It's> 
F9.jpg. That's when real treat. Good paint picture. He is wearing pants. Oh, jeez. It looks like a green Gyarados had sex with a human. <laughs> and it's giant. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> Man. You can tell from looking at that picture, it's old, yeah. too. Like, people just draw better now, I think. Or more detailed, I guess. Yeah. Maybe finer details? Yeah, that's what it is. He was in a he was also in a comic called Fin Fang Four. Oh, which God. was like him and three <laughs> other monsters. And I guess they were it's like the monster version of the Fantastic Four. Oh jeez. Hulk versus Fin Fang Foom. That's interesting. I mean obviously Hulk <laughs> would win, but Hulk is like really OP. Yeah, I think so. Well, he's got the whole, he loses his intelligence thing, doesn't he? No, I don't think he does that anymore. I think he can, like, still be, like, scientist-y. Like the Grey Hulk. Or isn't the Red Hulk smart, too? That's a different guy. Oh, But, yeah, he's... he's See, I know nothing. I know nothing. Which, (laughs) I just learned about the Red Hulk. I was like, there's a Red Hulk? Is there a Blue Hulk? He just cries all the time. Let's get a whole army of Rainbow Hulk. Oh, God. And they can get uh, different dinosaur-themed robots they can drive around in that connect something. Oh, God. Let's talk about Power Rangers. Okay, let's let's do that. (laughs) Flying by the seat of our pants here. So, if you remember a few episodes ago, like 10 or 15, when... uh, (laughs) I was what? my Zordon. Rapes, I need you to pick me up a keg of beer. But, but Zordon, <laughs> we're underage. I'm beaming you to the liquor store now. Man. Japanese Power Rangers is so different than American. Oh, I can imagine. Have you watched any any sort of like original Japanese Power Ranger show? Um, Kind of. like I've seen pieces and stuff. I'm I'm familiar with how just crazy they are. Well, if you remember the episode where um, Adam did his Slotsky unboxing, yeah. or he actually he that's when he bought Slotsky. We never got the unboxing yeah. episode. Um, Lucas mentioned that there were a current season of Japanese Power Rangers where it was pirate themed. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that sounds awesome! I'm going to check that out, and I did, and that was when I became just a tiny bit obsessed with Japanese Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. So I I watched all 53 episodes of that and the series right after them, and there's another series right after that that just is about a quarter of the way through. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's uh, dinosaur-themed again. Oh, cool. The, well, what's really weird, and maybe they planned this, maybe they didn't, but so Power Rangers have been on for like almost 40 years in Japan. I think this is their 37th or 38th season. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So every decade, and every decade, the third Power Rangers series is always dinosaur themed. Huh. So we're in the the third 
the we're in the midst of the fourth decade of power because that's right so what is that dino force but that was over here but still they had that that was based off a japanese one too i just don't remember what it was called off the top of my head so the new one i can't pronounce its name Kyorger, it's like K-O-R-Y-U-G-E-R, um, and it's dinosaur-themed, and when they transform, they do a crazy little dance. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> it play like, they're, they transform with their guns, they, like, put a special thing called a beast battery oh. in it, and, and they, they shoot it up in the air, oh. and then they do this little funny dance, and then they transform. And it's hilarious every time. And then when they're dinosaur robots... Is it a different dance uh, each time? No, it's the same. It's a standard set dance. So it, one could think that part of the summoning process is the dance. It could be. Could so be. like, say like a putty got a hold of a gun and he shoots it in the air. The, the dinosaur ain't coming because the putty don't know the dance. And plus, the... The way the Japanese people do it, like their, um, like there's their uh, megazords are sentient almost, like they have a consciousness and they're linked to the ranger. So huh. I think the they call the spirit they're like guardian spirits. I think the dinosaur <laughs> spirit probably would be like, uh, you're not you're not my ranger, and then he just wouldn't oh. do anything. He'd get that personal <laughs> with them. He'd, he'd be like, yeah, probably. <gasps> Look, buddy, you know, I appreciate the effort and all, but it's just, you know, we're not connected that way. You know, bro, I mean, you're a nice guy. I'm sure you'll find somebody, but you're just, you're not. We're just not cool like that. It's it's not that time. It's not that time. It's not, it's not you, it's it's me. me. (laughs) But even when they're, um, so the, the Red Ranger, his dinosaur robot looks like a, kind of like a T-Rex. I hope. Yeah. Obviously, and um, the other rangers they don't use all their they don't use all their mecha at the same time. Like the red rangers forms the body and the head, and then they switch out the arms. Like say the green ranger and the pink ranger, their mecha turn into the arms. Yeah. Or if they want a different weapon configuration, they just switch the arms with a different ranger's mecha. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. And when the robot joins together in its final form, it does a little samba dance. Oh, too. form the head. <laughs> but when I watched the first episode after I saw them transform and dance, I was like, oh my god, if the robot dances too, I'm watching every single episode <laughs> of this series. And sure enough, as soon as the robot was fully formed, it did a little dance. And you were sold. I was, yeah, I was. I was totally sold. <laughs> there was this game... Uh... Gomon, the mystical ninja on N64. And it had giant robot battles in it. And I seem to remember one of them involved dancing. <laughs> but it was, it's a really fun game. I love a good giant robot yeah, battle. Yeah, they were really good in that game. <laughs> um. That's one thing I'm looking forward to in Mario and Luigi Dream Team is the. Did you play Bowser's Inside Story? No, I didn't. I wanted to, but I never got around to it. There's these parts where you turn the DS sideways like a book. Oh, yeah. And um, 
Bowser's like on the left side, and then your enemies are on the right. And uh, I love those parts. Those are my favorite parts of Incense Story, and apparently a very similar scenario happens in uh, Dream Team. Yeah, I've seen the, the trailer for it, and they do turn it on its side. Yeah, and when you set up the game, it even asks you if you're right-handed or left-handed. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, which I don't... I guess I don't even really see why they needed to do that, because the 3DS has orientation sensors. Does it? Yeah, like, you can steer... You could steer on, um... Like, Star Fox, you could steer by twisting the 3DS, or uh, Zelda and Ocarina, you can aim just by point moving the 3DS around. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I never... Even thought about that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Crazy. Technology. We're living in the future, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just was talking to Joey about he just got a uh, a Nexus 7 for his birthday. Oh, sweet. Like, Google just released a new Nexus 7. And so we've been playing with it all afternoon. I was like, it's kind of like we're living in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> How's he like it? Um, at first, he wasn't really sold because the reason he wanted to get it was the our computers are both crappy. Like, I have a, a crappy netbook. Well, actually, as far as netbooks go, it's a good netbook. But, you know, all netbooks are inherently crappy. Yeah. And then he has a really old, crappy notebook that doesn't really work that great anymore. And he's like, I don't want to spend all this money on a new PC. And I was like, well, just why don't we try getting you a tablet? And so his parents gave him money to buy one for his birthday. And uh, at first he was like, why doesn't my Gmail have wallpaper on it? Uh, I was like, well, you're just going to have to get over that. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's all right. I guess I can still read ebooks on it. I guess. So as soon as, as, soon as he saw there was no wallpaper in Gmail, he just thought it was going to be an ebook reader, and that was it. It can't do anything else. Yeah. So, I, you know, I tried to set up some things for him, because I'm super jealous. So, to see him that disappointed over it, I was like, no, love this as much as I would. Yeah, serious. <laughs> you wanted to get as much attention. Yeah, I want him to love it and hold it and, you know, give it little kissies at night before he goes to bed, just like I love a story. <laughs> but Google Now is pretty fun. Do you Do you have Google Now on your phone, or is it? running too old of Android. Um, yeah, I don't think I have Google now. Yeah, you can just ask it questions, and it will answer so it's you. kind of like Siri, I guess? Yeah, kind of like Siri, but a little bit better, because it also, below, like, it'll give you the answer, but then it'll also give you web search results below that. Oh, neat. So if it's not quite the answer you're looking for, you can see the results, yeah. and you can find something easier. Like, I asked it how far it was to Seattle, and it talked back, and it told me. But then it also pulled up search results with, like, maps to Seattle. and. Can you change its voice know. and stuff? Not that oh. I know of, but I didn't really play with it a whole lot yet. What does the voice sound like? It's a, it's a lady. Oh, okay. Just a robot-sounding lady. <sighs> if you have the um, Google navigation thing on your phone, it's the same oh, voice. Oh, uh, voice. Is... I named... I named the Jeep. Well, there's been an update if you haven't used it lately. She sounds more like a person now than a robot. Really? Yeah. I always like when you you need to stop. Like you're taking on like a trip and you stop for a reason or like go to like a restaurant or something. And, and your like, phone gets so mad. 
<laughs> it just keeps telling you to turn and turn and turn and. <laughs> You're like no. Yeah. And it almost seems like the voice starts to change just a little bit. Like he's getting annoyed. She's like, turn left. Asshole. Get on the interstate. Um. So I, for my old job, I used to have to drive a lot. And so I used the navigation on my phone pretty frequently. And I started calling the navigation voice Karen. <laughs> like, um. Plankton's wife on Spongebob. Oh, yeah. His computer wife, Karen. Yeah. Good time. That's great. Awesome. <laughs> so, so there's some more controversy today. Uh-oh. In the world of video games. Um, Tell it all. So I mentioned Odin Sphere. Uh, it's a Villanillaware game. Well, mm-hmm. Vanillaware just released a game called Dragon's Crown. I don't know if you've heard of it. We we talked about it a couple episodes ago, the witch with the big boobs. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> there was I'm sure everyone's enraged about the boobs. Oh, there's oh, it gets it's get worse. It gets worse. <laughs> so, today was the day everyone could post their reviews about it. Cuz it uh-huh. comes out this coming week, and I want it so bad, and it comes out the same week Pikmin 3 comes out, it's like, oh my god, what do I do? So, all the sites are, you know, reviewing it and stuff. Well, overall, it's getting good, it's getting really good reviews. There's one site, Polygon.com, that gave it a Uh, 6.5. Oh, that's not bad. Out of 10? Yes. That's better than average. Yeah, it's not a terrible score. Until you, for the record, its current uh, meta score is eighty-three out of a hundred. Yeah. yeah. So when you go to the review, um, there's a video version, and you can read it, and it looks like they pretty much say the same things. So I just watched her, and she's like, when she's reviewing the game, she's very like some of her main points involve the characters and how they look. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess the over-sexualization of the characters. And I feel like when you see the cover art for this game, you should know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Like, when you see this big-tittied witch, you're going to say, okay, this might not be the game for me. And then you move on yeah. with your life. <laughs> but, like, she's talking about how... Th- they're um, they're disfigured looking, you know, because of sizes of things and whatnot. Well, but, on purpose. but see, every character in that game is disfigured in some way. Well, I remember we looked at some some girl that was like had too many abs or something. Yeah, yeah, she's one of them. Some really scary ab girl with like <laughs> really like big butt and stuff, and yeah, and she had powerful like, thighs and like twenty abs. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have an eight pack, she had a twenty pack. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like all the characters are disfigured, you know. And that's the art style vanilla wear has been using for over ten years. And people are just now complaining. Right. Like no one complained about Odin Sphere. Are there big boobies in Odin Sphere? Uh there's been a couple of occasions. 
but um, not yeah. a whole lot. But still, it's it's the same art style. It's just you know, you know, ultra fantasy realm, you know. I'm but like, read you the the synopsis of her inter- her review because it's on Metacritic. Yeah, it's it's not even a well constructed sentence. <laughs> I I found its over exaggerated art style alienating and gross in its depiction of women, even as it shines in building a world of fantastic monsters and environment, comma, and the forced grind through the same stages dulled my excitement. That's like three sentences lumped into one. <laughs> And then Polly, uh, she says, Dragon's Crown is a wild place to visit, but it doesn't quite hold up in the light of day. Now, it's worth noticing that the next lowest score above her is an 80. Yeah. So Game Informer gave it an 80, and then Polygon gave it a 60, and the Escapist, which, why are they even indexed? But they gave it a 60. So her score is very... Not that I think Metacritic is, like, the end-all, be-all, but if you look at your score and it's, like, way off from the average, yeah, you know, maybe maybe you're not looking at things quite the same way as other people. Like, Destructoid gave it a 9.5. Yeah. And, um, in fact, I like what they, they wrote at the beginning, and, of course, people were upset about this, too. They said, um... Dragon's Crown has had an dot 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 interesting development cycle over the past few years, to say the least. After controversy sparked due to the art style Vanillaware has been employing for over a decade now, many people begin to wonder if there was actually a game under the distinct polarizing art style. <laughs> but you won't find any controversy here. At long last, Dragon's Crown is finally out, and we can judge it on its own merits. As a video game. <laughs> and then they just go into the review and it's just about the game and stuff. I mean... I'm assuming Vanillaware is a Japanese development company? Yes. That, that's just been a thing of Japanese culture for a long time. They depict non-Japanese people, especially women, very strangely. Yeah. You know, they're always super tall, their waists are itty-bitty... They've got big boobies and blue blue eyes and blonde hair, and you know it's just an exaggerated view of how they see Westerners. Is yeah. all it is. It's like a, almost like a caricature of Westerners. It's nothing to be mad about. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I don't think these people are making these games with malicious intent. Well, and this goes back to the discussion we've had before of, can we just let games be games? Do, yeah. we, have, do we have to make them political statements, or do they have to be art? Because if they have to be art, and we have to worry about things like how large some crazy-looking witch's boobs are, then I think I liked it better when they were just games. Yeah. Because, like... It just gets frustrating. <laughs> That's one of those things on Twitter that is just, uh I hate when that happens. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's so, no surprise. I mean, as soon as you brought mentioned that game to me and I saw that picture, I was like, oh, this is going to cause problems. But it, it looks <laughs> like, it, it, it. by all accounts, it looks to be a great beat-em-up, you know? 
Well, and it seems like that's what the most opinions are. Um, Dragon's Crown is proof that Cooperative Brawler isn't dead. Um, it's finely tuned balance between character classes, collectible loot, and level progression are unmatched in this genre. Dragon's Crown is completely worth your attention. Dragon's Crown doesn't <clears throat> offer any much-needed enrichment of the various genres, but it makes up for that by... This is too long to quote. Sorry. <laughs> like, Sorry. Oh, Sorry, Dark, Sorry, Dark Station. Dark Station. Yeah. That's my new favorite website. Doesn't it make you mad that we couldn't get on a site like Metacritic with someone named Dark Station could? Oh, my God. I am so mad right now. <laughs> um... Fuck Dark Station. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, Dragon's Crown is an amazing co-op experience, slightly hampered by a rather nasty UI. You know, that's you know, they're at least they're they have a complaint about the actual game. I mean, I will say in her review, she did complain about other stuff, but it just seemed like every other thing was a nod to the the other stuff. You know. Well, I hate to say it, but she probably feels a lot of pressure as a woman in games journalism to be appalled by those sort of things. You know, like, it's almost expected right now. Like, if you're not a woman and you're not pissed off about big-boobied witches, then there's something wrong with you. Huh. I never even thought of that. Like, so it could be peer pressure. It could be. Maybe not direct peer pressure, but... Maybe it's some pressure that she's perceiving and putting on herself. I feel like I feel like shit just got really real. Yeah. <laughs> this is. I might. This is, I need another margarita. <laughs> this is pretty hardcore. <laughs> so should we talk about poop or something for a minute before we wrap? It up? <laughs> poop. Your go-to is poop. I mean, I don't know. I this might be one of those times where I actually have to say, Jesse, now is not the time. <laughs> now is not the time to to talk about poop. <laughs> what about what about pornographic Pokemon fan art? Oh, um, let's see. Okay, you're gonna have to play. Uh, Mary fuck kill. How about that? And oh I'll pick God. and I'll pick three Pokemon. Oh God. <laughs> All right, okay. Let's see. Uh, Executor. Uh, kill. <laughs> <laughs> you said the other ones. <laughs> Electrobuzz. And um, and uh, uh, Cubone. Um, I think I'll still go with kill Executor. <laughs> Poor executor. Now, what do you kill an executor? Do you have to kill like each face? No, just one, <laughs> one flame, one flame flamethrower attack will do it all. Well, no, no. Like, say you only had like a stabbing attack. <laughs> so, so yeah, I have to stab each of those angry-looking eggs right in the oh face. Oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine if they all scream each time you stab? <laughs> Their, their, screams, their screams would just be fuel for my rage. God, Pokemon is so fucked up. <laughs> okay, who would you marry and who would you fuck? Electrobuzz or Cubone? Um, I'd probably marry Cubone because he's kind of sad. 
Well, because that's is. his mother's skull on his head. Yeah, that's his dead mother's skull he wears as a mask. Pokemon is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Then there's that balloon that wants to steal children, but lucky for everyone, it can't. Yeah. I think I read an article once. It was like the ten most fucked up things about Pokemon or was something. Was it uncracked? Maybe. <laughs> Five things hipsters, hipsters do to their shoes that annoy you. So like, what? Well, I think I saw a fake... There was a fake BuzzFeed article once. It was like top ten most annoying top 25 lists on BuzzFeed. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> But at the same time, that could be a very legitimate list. <laughs> true. Very true. Because <laughs> you're like, this top list one was like top ten funny looking hats on the bottom of the ocean. It just didn't go anywhere. <laughs> God. They should change the name of BuzzFeed to List Feed. List Feed. Not that I'm opposed to a good list post every now and then, but, you know, get yeah. it under control. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So yeah, this week sucks because there's two games I want. <laughs> the first one problem. Think, I would say get Pikmin, but my my opinion might be skewed because I've actually played it. Yeah. Oh, look, David Fleming is online. With his fancy friends. <laughs> I really hope he listens. <laughs> oh, David, you talking to all those people you like better than us? <laughs> oh, something just popped up on my computer and I don't know what it was. Yeah, I heard, like, a storm. Like, I was like, did we just get a lot better produced? <laughs> What happened? <laughs> I could have swore you're going to hear it in the podcast or there's ghosts in my speakers or something. I really hope it's not that one. But it, um, it was just like this loud, like it sounded like a like an energy door opening. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I heard you go, something just happened to the computer. And I'm like, no shit. Well, whenever you plug in um, the headset and the mic into my computer, it pops up and is like, did you plug in a headset or are these speakers? <laughs> and then you plug in the mic, it's like, is this a mic or is it line in? And that's what box just popped up. Oh. Weird. I hope it's an actual recording. You're recording, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought you were recording. Mm-hmm. Oh. That would sucked so bad. That would have just been like, good night. <laughs> um, so should we do some shout-outs before we wrap up? Ooh, shout-outs. I love shout-outs. Um, shout-out to Jerk-Ass David. Oh, yeah. Eight, other 8-Bit Gamers. Um, what's their website? <laughs> <laughs> it's called... It's eight, I thought it was 8bitgamers.net, but that's not right, because I just not. checked. Oh. <laughs> I thought that's what it was, too. Well, let's do let's do, uh, do yours while I look. Shout out yourself while I look. It's 8bitgamers.net? Yeah, dot org. .net. 
dot me dot net. <laughs> You're doing eight no yeah eight bitgamers dot net. Oh, I didn't type the s. No. There's more than so, one. So yeah. So yeah, you can listen to uh, Jerky David and his friends on Eight Bit Gamers yeah. with an S dot net with their their fancy their fancy fancy Eight Bit podcast. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they sit here and do this for an hour. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Twirling their mustaches and and smoking their cigars. No, they're pipes. They're pipes. That's it. Pipes. <laughs> but what I really think they do is they talk about um, trying to juggle being an adult and having their adult baby time. What do they call it? Their what? <laughs> adult baby time was not right. I was um, like, you mean that weird fetish where like thirty-year-olds have a wear a diaper and and get spanked? And they want people to yeah change their diapers and stuff. No, like juggling like their quote unquote grown up lives with their not so grown up lives as being gamers. Oh, it's like I have a job, but I want to play games. Yeah, that's the focus. Or like I have a job, but I, I want to play games, and I also have five kids. Yeah. Huh. Um. Also, shout out to me and my friend Audrey. <laughs> on uh, the Giggling Geeks podcast at bornforgeekdom.com. Born for for geekdom. Geekdom dot dot com. Where's the dot button? You have to type www also. Oh. (laughs) Uh, You do, actually. It's weird. I'm going to try to fix that, but... What happens if you don't? It's just a dead thing. It's it's a blank page. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we don't podcast as regularly as we'd like, but every now and then we do. And they're and then always zingers. We do. We called it the Giggling Geeks because basically we just sit there and laugh at each other for an hour. Yeah, and throw out <laughs> occasional uh, like geek references. There's lots of Star Trek talk, lots of Buffy talk, occasional Doctor Who talk. You know the band that did the uh, opening theme oh, to Buffy? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're 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 a band called Nerf Herder. I've and heard of them. Really? They've they've got a song called Mr. Spock, and it's it's pretty killer. Hmm. And uh, they're going to be playing at Nerdapalooza this year, so I'm pretty excited. I shall YouTube them that song after we're done. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. And then you have an alternate podcast with your alter ego. Yes. Uh, the website is uh, segalegend.tumblr.com. Yes. And I do a retro gaming type podcast. At least that's the theme. Where basically I just you know sit down with some friends, uh, pop on the Genesis, and we just play games and, you know, and just talk about life and video games and backyard wrestling sometimes. And And you also are setting out to review every Genesis game, right? Or has that changed? Well, kind of. I'm more or less just going to podcast over there and Uh uh, try to play them all for sure. Um, The fun part is collecting. Right. Got to catch them all. Yeah. And like... (laughs) The retro gaming community is so cool. 
I love those people on Twitter. They're they're the good side of Twitter for sure. Maybe I'll just have to start doing that too. Yeah, for sure. They're, there's a lot of Australians, and you'd think they'd be angry, but they're really cool. <laughs> no, they, they, they should be angry because their country was founded as a penal colony. Hey, so was America. Mm, yeah, true. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at Aaron Depper. It's A R O M D E P P E R T. And uh, and um, we'll do David's too, even though he's a jerk. But he should be post. I thought he might be posting about his uh, other podcast, but he doesn't. But follow him anyway. D F Fleming. There's only one M. Yeah. Not two, like as a common mistake. Yeah. He's a fun artist too, so yeah, you can check out his his stuff. He did the little uh, peoples and the giggling geeks art. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I'm at at Sega underscore Legend. Um, you can get updates about giggling geeks at BFG underscore Radio. I think no BFG underscore Podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get I know my, I know my own Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I have. Do you have anything else? I think that's it. Um, yeah. Been playing Your signature sign off. Oh, <laughs> don't just be awesome. Be Robo awesome. That's it. Awesome. Great. <laughs> oh, we can make the bitches purr. <laughs>